0: episode 204. Are you right for the job? I'm Amber Harper from the Burned In Teacher Podcast and a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. educators. Is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educators podcast to start your day feeling empowered. elite educators it's Gretchen here of always a lesson thanks for showing up another week we've got a hard lesson to dive into speak some life over you give you some encouragement so I hope you're ready to tune in and listen I appreciate you spending your free time investing in your potential you're listening to this podcast and many others to get that professional development and step into the educator that you were meant to become. So that is why I always refer to you as elite. This podcast episode is especially for educators in distress or transition because we're going to talk about releasing the pressure of what we think is the perfect job. And spoiler alert, there is no such thing. I'm going to give you a different, more purposeful focus As you dream about where your path is leading you and claiming what you want for yourself. So let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. It's been a while since I've talked to my hurting educators. And I say hurting because there's this piece of you that is unhappy, unsettled, frustrated, unfulfilled, etc. You are searching and searching and coming up empty And that process of not finding what it is you want or not knowing what you want or just not feeling worthy of what you want is killing your spirit and creativity. And we just can't have that. So let me share something with you. During a sermon years ago, my pastor told us to stop focusing on the perfect partner that you want and to become the perfect partner, meaning you cannot control who someone else is or isn't But you can control who you are and what you stand for and what you allow in your life. So if you are so fixated on how perfect a potential mate is, you're missing the opportunity to become the best version of yourself. And many folks settle for someone because it's convenient and they feel it's all they can attract But if they just did some inner work and upgraded their self-concept to start acting and being on the level that they desire in someone else, then they're going to attract that type of person. But if you're busy pointing fingers at others, then you're going to attract pointing fingers right back at you. So be confident, be committed, respectful, intelligent, caring, loving, all those things. Because when you hold yourself to that standard, suddenly you'll start noticing that the people that come into your life are more like you than they are not. And they are of a higher caliber because you are of a higher caliber. So let's translate this same idea into your situation right now as an educator. I know you're navigating a really hard season in your career. Some of you are losing or have lost your job. Some are just wanting a different work environment. Some are feeling tired and worn out. Whatever your pain is, know this. You have choices every day. Wake up and decide on your attitude, perspective, work habits, output, because when you focus on what you can control, you stop fixating on the principal that doesn't give you positive feedback or the colleagues that team up on you or the parents that constantly bash your teaching style and your philosophy. You cannot change those people, but you can change yourself. And I want you right now to stop searching for the perfect job to rescue you from your current situation. You already know the knight in shining armor. It's you. You're going to rescue yourself from this pity party and this pain. But first, you have to become your future self. So if you have your eye on a specific job, think to yourself, what qualifications do I need to have to be eligible for that job? What type of person would that group of people that are hiring for that job want to fill this position and become that person? If you know that you might need some professional development and, let's say, doing data dives and planning instruction, then go search for that online or ask in some Facebook groups or talk to your colleagues and friends. Just do your homework. If you know that they want someone who has a certain degree or certification... Get in the process of getting that. If you know that they would want someone with experience in XYZ, well, go start volunteering or signing up for those kinds of opportunities so you can add those skills to your resume. You have control over you and what you do and how you're showing up. But you cannot control how you are perceived. But if your eyes on the prize, you're going to be able to attract that prize by being what that prize needs, if that makes sense. Be careful. I'm not saying become something else because that's what you think something someone else wants you to become. I'm just saying become what it is that you want. Spend time today on your drive to work or as you run on the treadmill and just dream up what that perfect job is in your mind. what What would make you feel fulfilled or happiest or full of joy or abundant? What does that job require of you and how can you acquire those skills? What does that job want the person doing it to be like or act like? And how can you start shifting your habits or your mindset to become that? So basically, how can you start training for your future? And that's exactly what you're going to spend your current time in this season doing, training. If you can't find a job, reflect on why you cannot find one. Are you restricting yourself to location? Are you taking interviews and not getting a call back? Well, have you asked for feedback so you can adjust for future interviews? You're going to have to take some risks here, people. The perfect job doesn't mean it's convenient and it's safe and doesn't require you to think outside the box or do things differently. The most rewarding experiences in life were when you got out of your comfort zone and did something different and attacked it from a new angle. So stop operating from this place of safety that you want your perfect job to be five minutes down the road and that you can clock out at 3 p.m. and that they pay you a million dollars. Like, it doesn't exist. But if it has attributes that you think, now that utilizes my skill set in the right ways, how can I make that job happen? How can I make that long commute worth it? How can I make that salary worth it? You have to start thinking Differently and taking control of yourself and your attitude and your choices. Those of you who are still playing the pity game, like why me and everyone hates me and nothing ever works out for me, well, you're right. Because how you think about yourself is what you radiate out into the universe, and people pick up on your attitude and they treat you the way you are allowing them to treat you. So if you act this victim, People are going to treat you like one. But if you act as a warrior and a path paver, then watch the crowds part when you walk by. You're spending so much time on the wrong stuff, y'all. And instead of being productive and making your dreams a reality, you're thinking about all this extraneous stuff you cannot control and it's bogging you down and holding you back. I know this is tough love. I know it's like painful to say it but I know you need to hear it. I see it in every school, in every district, in every state. You're not getting hired because you're not hireable. You're not getting promoted because you're not promotable. You're not getting recognition because you're not recognizable. It's not because you're not worthy of those things, but you're not allowing yourself to rise to the level required for those things to happen to you. Let me tell you something. You can break free from this bondage of a bad situation. So maybe your principal really doesn't like you and your colleagues don't get along with you and the parents really could care less for the way you teach. But there is another school out there ready and willing to be blessed by your natural gifts and talent. But how you position yourself coming from this negative situation means all the difference. So listen closely. If this is sounding close to your situation, when you reach out to a principal with a cover letter, Talk about all the things that you are looking for to grow your skill set that they offer. But also talk about how you've overcome obstacles that have given you characteristics like grit, perseverance, and this tenacity to rise. Because that's going to stand out to a principal. Yeah, and maybe they're going to call your current school and they're going to ask like, what obstacles have they overcome? And what's the story here? But when you present your story as, I have been faced with struggle but I have overcome, then you start to perk some ears up instead of saying, well, I need to get the heck out of this situation because I'm being treated unfairly. Please hire me. (laughs) You know, that new school doesn't want a victim. They want a warrior. They want to know that you're not afraid of the potholes and the red tape and that you can navigate it with strength and courage. And when you land the interview, because you will, you've clearly made this impression on the principal and it's time to be transparent, but focused on action. So explain like, yes, the principal has given you constructive feedback, but you continue to implement these new ideas to hone your craft. And yes, your team of colleagues are tight-knit, but you contribute anyway, and you show up as a teammate. And yes, your students' parents have voiced concern of your style of teaching because it's unlike anything they're used to, but you continue to communicate, you share your rationale, and you invite parents in to participate. The vibe of this interview says, I am not perfect. And yes, those things you've heard about me are true, but look what I have done with what I was given. That's an edgy warrior. That principal is going to start to realize you might have been handed a hard deck, but you keep working through it. And that characteristic is more important than the situations you've been going through. And when they ask you why you want to work at this school, they want to know that you aren't taking the first job that comes to rescue you from your pain. They want to know that you handpicked them because of what they offer. That it can push your weaknesses into strengths, but that you are ready and willing to take your experiences and skill sets and give back to bless their staff too. It's a two-way relationship. You have showed up in this cover letter and showed up in this interview saying, here's my scars, here's my imperfect path, but look at how I navigate it and keep going. You want that type of person on your team. They're not going to give up. They're not going to run away when it gets hard. And they're going to keep a good attitude all the way through. What principal's not going to hire you? They don't expect you to come from Candyland and have everything all perfect. No, they want someone like that with some grit, who's been through some things and who doesn't stop and who fights for what's right for kids and who can get along even when people are pointing and laughing or talking about them behind their backs. They're professional. They're personable. They're hardworking. They don't give up. If you position yourself as someone worthy of the dream job, it's going to be granted to you. Are you ready to step foot in that job? Like, are you physically able to do that work right now? Are you mentally able to do that work right now? Probably not. And that means it's time to get to work on you. Prepare yourself for whatever ideal job you have in mind. It's time to train. And you might be thinking, wait a minute, you just said there's no perfect job and stop searching for it. And you're right, because the point is you'll never find the beach If you're stuck in the woods, you're not ready to find the perfect job and it's definitely not going to find you right now. You are not what it needs or it wants. It's just time to slowly become those things. So when the time is right, everything aligns and you find each other. So here's your homework. Those of you who are in distress or you're in transition, three simple steps. Step one, start dreaming. How do you want to leave your mark in this profession? Don't allow any parameters to affect your dreaming. And don't worry, you know, that you're not old enough or you don't have a specific title or don't have the experience. Just dream. Envision your future self doing the thing you were born to do. There's a desire in your heart. And if you're quiet long enough, you'll know exactly what it looks like. Step two, make a list of who that ideal person is that does that job. What characteristics do they have? Start checking off the ones that you bring to the table right now that you currently possess and then prioritize the rest of the list in terms of which one you can easily work towards. And step three, get a calendar and map out your action steps of checking off that list. What conferences do you need to attend? What degrees do you need to get? What experiences do you need to search for? This is going to help break down your dream into daily action steps that move you closer to being ready to receive that perfect dream job. Think of it as a game board. And when you take action in the right direction, you move up on the game board. And one day you'll reach the finish line and you'll be operating in your zone of genius. But right now we're training. We're getting prepared and ready. We are doing the work to become who it is we were meant to become. We're no longer in victim mentality. We aren't letting our circumstances dictate who we are and how we operate. So that's start dreaming, make a list of qualities and characteristics, and then make an action calendar. So focus on forward momentum. There are going to be things that try to slow you down, or make you want to revert to those past behaviors, but you're a new focused person now. Don't let anything get in the way of your dreams. No principal, no colleague, no parent, no drama, nothing. You have choices. How you react, how you show up, how you operate, how you think, you control it all. So stay focused on your goal and that will help you navigate challenging situations. I know this podcast has been a bit preachy and kind of tough love, but if you're listening to this podcast, then I know you're different than the rest. You're ready to put in the work. You want things to change so badly. And I know you can turn things around and become what you need to become to attract whatever it is you want in life. You just got to show up and do the work day in and day out. That daily grind is what separates the good from the great and the great, from the elite. And you're elite, remember? You do things differently. You push through the hard things. You make miracles out of a mess. You're a blessing and an asset and a change agent. And I am so glad you're here to serve our kids and staff and parents and community members because we need folks with your desire and your heart. So shake off this season and recognize it as just that, a season. It's a bumpy section on the game board. It's not fun. It's challenging as all heck. But it's going to be the most rewarding moment in your career as you use it to fuel your major pivot towards attaining your dream. You've got this. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on focusing on what you can control so that you can receive what you want and desire in this lifetime. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered. (music)